Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show. We're on 36 different platforms. You can get us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. 41 degrees and cloudy at 509 here on this Thursday, February 1st, 2024. Uh, I'm honored to bring in my next guest, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, Indiana's 9th District, recently went to, did a trip to the border and was involved with the uh, hearings on holding the Secretary of Homeland Security accountable for not doing their job during an impeachment inquiry. Congresswoman, thanks for joining the Rob O'Donnell Show today. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me. So t- tell us about your experiences, your trip down to the border with the contingents of, of Congress that did go down there. Yeah, we had a, about 64 members that went down to the border with the Speaker of the House uh, in January, early January, to Eagle Pass, Texas. This was my second trip to the border. I had been just under a year before that to Eagle Pass and Uvalde. Uh, at the time I went, a year ago, it was an unmitigated disaster, and it still is. It's, in fact, it's much worse. Indiana is about 1,200 miles for the southern bo- from the southern border in Eagle Pass, but it is a border state thanks to the policies of Joe Biden. It was it – was, um, as bad as I can describe. It is. I myself have been to the San Diego sector of the border and saw firsthand. I was there in less than 15 minutes. Uh, you know, a boat tried to, to land with, uh, you know, illegal immigrants trying to circumvent the fence that goes into the ocean there. And thankfully, our mounted border patrol at that time, again, this was a few years ago, was able to interdict them and turn them around before they did make landfall. Uh, Tom Holman is also a, a regular guest on this show. He's a good friend of mine. And, uh, you know, he's told us that, that we just simply do not have operational control of our border. And unless you see it firsthand, like you've done twice, and thankfully a bunch of members of Congress went down there and looked at it firsthand, you don't realize what's how lawlessness it, it truly is. That's absolutely right. While we were there, 64 members of Congress standing in Uvalde on the bank of the, the river and uh, about 20, 20-year-old single adult male uh, crossed the river, crossed up the embankment and through the barbed wire into Texas and presented themselves. And they will go to a processing center where we visited and learned that, you know, if you don't have a name, that you give them your name and tell them, you know, what your birth city is and where your country of origin is and your birthday. And they put your picture on an ID and, and give you an alien number and send you on your way to some of our sanctuary cities. So, there is no border security, uh, and it's, it's, it's squarely on the shoulders of Joe Biden and Mayorkas and the administration for failing to do the number one job of the Department of Homeland Security, which is protect our nation from our greatest threat. Absolutely. Uh, I, I saw an earlier interview from a, from a couple months ago, maybe a couple of years ago, uh, where, where you were being interviewed on, on when you first got – actually, when you first got to, to Congress – and you said you said something that stuck out really, really pro- prominent to me. You said that that you look at gaps in policies and you use legisla- legislation as a last resort. And that's that's truly what's going on here. No laws have changed under the Trump administration to the Biden administration. This is his administration's policies that's manufactured this crisis. Absolutely. And that's what we heard from Border Patrol agents. You know, it is true. A law should be a last resort. If we can fix it with a conversation, we should. If we can fix it with a policy change, we should. Uh, But these policies, uh, that is what needs to be reinstated. Trump had remained in Mexico. Uh, We had um, clear asylum procedures. Um, Right now, people are crossing four countries and could claim asylum in any of those, but they're, they're reporting to the United States. That wasn't allowable under Donald Trump. 
so we have these policies that worked for years for Republicans and Democrats that on day one the Biden administration took away. Uh, I've heard it from Border Patrol agents. Donald Trump had uh, infrastructure, technology, personnel. Uh, He had policies in place that were working to secure the southern border. And in day one, Biden, the Biden administration took it away. And the, the mainstream media and mem- members of the Democratic caucus are trying to make the, the issue that, that you saw firsthand for yourselves with other members of Congress, that there's this conflict between Border Patrol and the Texas National Guard and the Texas Department of Public Safety. There, There is no conflict there. They are working hand in hand. This is a manufactured conflict. They all have the same goal. As a matter of fact, the Border Patrol agents, their unions are applauding what Texas is doing with their National Guard and the Department of Public Safety. I certainly saw only cooperation between Border Patrol uh, and the National Guard and local law enforcement, only cooperation. Um, you know, the only people that seem to be at war with, uh, with the state of Texas are Biden bureaucrats, not Border Patrol. And the only place that it's good for business to have an open southern border is in Mexico for the drug cartels. It's bad for America. It's bad for the migrants. Uh, and, uh, you know, if Joe Biden won't take care of the business of the protecting the southern border, I'm, I'm sure grateful for the state of Texas in, in taking action to do it for us. And something I just saw that, that a vote that happened yesterday, I believe, in Congress was uh, 150 Democrats, including the minority leader, voted against a bill to deport illegal aliens arrested for drunk driving. And uh, now they're picking what felonies illegal aliens could commit and not commit before they're a danger. Yeah, it's unbelievable to me that the Democrat Party, I mean, I always say it it defies logic, their position on border security at this point. They're asking for more money for bad policies, and Republicans aren't going to do that. You know, we we had good policies. It's not a money problem. It's a willingness problem that the Democrats don't have. And now we've seen continued lawlessness, but it's right out of their playbook. I mean, our our cities are falling to, to soft on crime policies. And those are all Democrat policies, so this just fits right in that playbook. One of the things that that really bothers me, I, you know, I've been in law—I'm a former New York City homicide detective. I've been in law enforcement for three decades uh, prior to being on the radio here. Um, the, the conflation, the mixing of immigration reform with border security, these are two very separate incidents, and you can't have one without the other, but this this administration is doing all they can to say to try and conflate them both to way, oh yes, our immigration system's broken, we need the money to do these things, mixing it with border security. You cannot do immigration reform without securing a border first. 100%. You're 100% right, Rob. It, border security must come first, uh, because right now we, we don't have a sovereign nation. We have a completely porous border. Eight million people have been let into this country under the Biden administration. Eight million people in his this term alone. Uh, and that is a, a million more people than the entire state of Indiana that have come in under Joe Biden. And it's unsustainable. It also um, is just a factor of um, it's not a factor of of immigration. It's not an immigration issue. If we don't have border security, you don't have ports of entry where people could come in for processing in a, in a proper and orderly manner. We don't have that going on right now. We have mass numbers of people crossing the southern border. The Democrats seem to want to think that letting 5,000 5, people in a day is, is suitable and sustainable. It's not. We have people waiting for years, years to come in this country the legal way. And uh, what does it say to those people who have been uh, following the law, doing the right thing, 
and we have others flouting the law, and they get to come in and, and enjoy the benefits of the United States without, uh, without any, um, any, any penalty at all. Yeah, the 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 five thousand a day is just outrageous. That that's you're looking at over one point eight million a year. Any other time in history, that would those are record numbers, and they want to make that the norm. They do, and it, it is honestly an invasion of the United States, just trickling in or or in waves of people. We have an invasion. We don't even know. There's one point six million gotaways. If only one percent of those people are intent on doing harm to Americans, that that would be sixteen thousand people that are here that we don't know anything about that could be plotting a t- another terror attack. It's terrifying. Uh, the the administration is solely responsible for this problem. Uh, Democrats who refuse to work with us to in- reinstitute these policies. HR two has been sitting. If they think it is a law and the president doesn't have the ability to do it. H.R. 2 has been sitting in the Senate for seven months. He could ask for that to be called up. But quite honestly, the, the president has the authority to secure the southern border now, and he just will not do it. And, and the, redefinition, the redefinition from this administration on what an asylum seeker is is just incredible, knowing that 80 percent aren't going to qualify for it anyway. They've, they've given this blanket so people like the governor of New York can say, we want to change the employment laws to make these legal asylum seekers job eligible when they know 80 percent aren't going to qualify they don't qualify under normal definitions in past administrations that's absolutely right and then you know they commit crimes here and even then they can't be deported i mean it's it's uh, again it defies logic they're it seems like they're intent on destroying the the uh, values that built this country and yes it's a very welcoming we were built on immigration here in the united states but it was built on legal immigration, not mass numbers of people flooding in across the border. I mean, when, when we had immigration coming in, immigrants coming into Ellis Island, they had to wait there. They had to wait there um, to uh, quarantine. We don't have quarantine. We didn't have quarantine when people were coming in under the Biden administration during COVID. Uh, it, it has been um, really eye-opening for me to have been there and seen it firsthand. I, I wish that the president uh, could see. I, I pray that uh, if he did, he would do the right thing and help us secure the southern border. Americans are pleading for it in districts like mine, where we've lost more than 200 people to fentanyl overdoses as a result of the porous border. Uh, I continue to call on the president to secure the southern border, join with Republicans, reinstitute our policies, and policies that, quite frankly, Democrats used in many years before. Uh, that worked. It's just not not something that Joe Biden intends to do, and we hope he changes his course. And we're seeing it in real time. Actually, I'm watching it right now on Fox News, where in New York City, a group of illegal migrants from one of the shelters there who had prior cases and arrests against them assaulted two two of my brother, New York City police officers there, one of them kicking them in the head at least 13 times, I counted, felony arrest, released without bail, and gives the cameras and the American public the fingers as they were walking away. It's absolutely outrageous. It is outrageous. Uh, our law enforcement officers, uh, they take the brunt of way too much. Uh, this has been a mission of mine since I was in the General Assembly in our state capitol, but also coming to Congress. We need to support our law enforcement officers in the work that they're doing. So this is a con- conflation of you know, lack of uh, border security and, and lack of policies that that these people know that they can get away with this, and there is no there is no rule of law in some of these cities, and that is uh, that's really harming America. 
So where do we stand right now holding the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, responsible for this negligence? So the bill came out, was marked up in the Homeland Security Committee, um, and I imagine it's, uh, it will be on the floor of the House of Representatives next week. I will be voting in favor of impeaching Mayorkas, uh, understanding that Joe Biden is responsible for this, too. Uh, but Mayorkas also took an oath to protect and defend the United States and the Constitution, and he has failed in that responsibility in every way. Uh, and it's evident to anyone who sees what's going on at the southern border. Uh, I expect that, that House Republicans uh, will come together and do that. I hope we'll have some of our Democrat colleagues join us. Again, we're speaking to Congresswoman Erin Houchin of Indiana's 9th District, who was multiple trips down to the border there most recently at Eagle Pass, seeing what happened, what's going on firsthand, explaining to us what's going on with the impeachment of Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas. Congresswoman, if, if my listeners want to follow what you're doing in Congress, how can they follow you and your actions, what you're taking? Sure. It's Aaron Houchin on Twitter, Rep. Aaron Houchin on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. I'm sorry, I guess it's X now, Rob. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> on X. Um, and then we're also on Facebook. Um, but we, you can uh, find us and follow us at Houchin, H-O-U-C-H-I-N, dot house, dot G-O-V. That's the official, official page. And uh, you can follow us uh, at all those places by going there. All right. Sounds great. And as you know, we're based in the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area. This is Joe Biden's home, childhood hometown. So hopefully we can have you back to keep discussing the things that are going on around America and in Washington directly to the people here. I would love that. And thank you for the work that you do to, to uh, spread, the, spread the message about uh, what's going on in Washington. We appreciate it. Thank you. We're speaking with Congressman, Congresswoman Erin Houchin of Indiana's 9th District. Congresswoman, you have a great night and keep up the good fight. Thank you so much. Thank you.